You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode number 193 of the Crown and College podcast. We are brought to you by the Flawless Noises Media Network. Get to know our sound, y'all, because we are doing some fun things in the world. And as a charter member of this new organization, we think that y'all should get on board. So a great way to get on board would be to hit up those reviews any way you can hear us and give us those favorable, high, maximum quality possible reviews. That way more people can get to know about us because you know we're doing this thing from the ground up once again over here and we deserve. So that's it. I am one of your hosts. I am Bianca, the trans half of this show. Um, I go by tall Bianca XO on Twitter. Also known as Baritone B, also known as Firm Handshake, also known as Not So Little Miss One Drop Wonder, also known as DJ No BS, because I'm not fucking around with the fuck arounds on these turntables, and I don't take no fucking requests. I'm in the zone right now. Stop asking me for panda. I'm not playing this shit. AKA, tell your tall auntie she can wear all her heels around me, AKA, Easy Beasy Lemon Squeezy, AKA, Frequent Obscure Music References, AKA, 504 Ever, Homely Home, but always repping, AKA, the only shoes I wear, tie up my calves. AKA shamelessly liking your pictures from 193 weeks ago on Instagram because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I matched that number up with the episode number we on Fight Me. AKA never too good for a bowl of hamburger helper. AKA 6-1 if a man height checks me. 6-6 six, six on the WNBA roster. 7 feet with hand heels. AKA baby. Y'all better chill with this fucked up news reporting y'all on. And I'm joined as always by the other half of the show. This is half of the show. Well, I have to get used to you having all these AKAs. <laughs> you, I have to get used to it. You better you know what it's fine. Um, what's up, y'all? I am the cis half of the podcast and really the trash half, but you know, whatever, let me through it. Yeah, um, enough on you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Jeremy. Um, I go by Black Dante on Twitter, which is my primary social media outlet, um, aka Nigamort. AKA y'all niggas are wild. AKA Okay, I had to hold back shame on it. Listen, I I just been annoyed. Pull through devils. I'm sorry, I've just been annoyed, but we'll get into that later. Uh, we're back. Um, thank you for joining us for another episode of this um catfish dinner in the form of a podcast. Uh closing in on episode two hundred. So Yeah, we're gonna be there at some point in I think April, yeah, yeah April. April's when we hit two hundred. Um, yeah. so I think April's also when we hit one hundred. So good for us. Consistency. Right. Consistency. Uh, yeah. Trying to give y'all this hashtag content. Hashtag content. But yeah, um, we are presented by Flawless Noises. Make sure you resubscribe. Um, make sure you uh, search Crown and Collars. Um, how you find your podcast, and it should just say Crown and Collars. It should not have the CSPN behind it, um, and it should have the Flawless Noises logo. And like Bianca said, um, leave... I'm doing this red and white now, so like, keep that in mind. Right, right, right. New new thing, new things of Quan. Um, new things of Quan. Shout out to Candace for hooking us up with some new shit. But listen, let me tell you something. Candace, purchase some merch. Also, we have a store over here at Flawless Noises. You can purchase some merch. Candace is working overtime with these um, t-shirt designs and getting y'all some fly shit to rock the network and help us out and support us. Um, and yeah, so with all that said, I think that's all the bills. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, get into this tomfoolery. Bianca, take us away. All right. Um, Actually, no, I'm going to throw it back to you, actually, because you just had a birthday recently, so... That I did. Last time we recorded, it was to do our Patreon content, which, by the way, subscribe to our Patreon content, friendly reminder. And not that that impacted how long we recorded or anything like that, but, uh, you know, you had a little bit of turn-up function to do. It was a Thursday night, you know. So uh, how does it feel now, almost being the old nigga you actually are? (laughs) You know what? You know what? Shade, but fail. Fail. You know, it was just... I, I don't, it was just another an, an ordinary day, like people, because I worked 
um, on it. And I know a lot of people like usually take off work for their birthdays and stuff, which I get. Um, and and the and the reason I did is because it was on a Thursday because of how the year set up. Um, and I just felt like taking off for a Thursday and then just having to get back up and go to work the next day on Friday. Which would... to be fair, you probably half ass. Keep it real. Like everybody half asses Friday. That that's all I'm saying. Like oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah oh, like... oh I mean I I, I mean shoot I half ass the whole week. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey hey hey. These niggas ain't gonna hear this shit. Um, right, but still like let's not have this recorded. Uh, it's fine. But I did take off Friday, so I was at work. Um, my coworkers like that's another thing about being born on Valentine's Day, and I get it. But like I, I've kind <laughs> of <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, 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 I just know where this is going. So, like, it's all because it is like it's it's not as cracked up as everybody thinks it is. Because on the one hand, yeah, it's you know their love, blah blah blah. Which also shout out to my friend, <laughs> shout out to my friends and pieces of shit, Candace and Curtis for dragging me <laughs> on that last episode of Ratchet Ramblings, like the grumpiest nigga ever born on the day of love. Which, I feel like you got whatever you deserved. Uh, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, it's not always crap up to be like. It gets kind of embar- embarrassing, and I'm a person where I don't. Em- I I don't. I don't think I embarrass easily, but I am kind of bashful when, like, especially around this time, because they're like, "Oh, it's so sweet. You're a love child. You're a love baby." And it's like, ah, oh, I get it. Which but is wild time. because you were conceived like. At a time of year when nothing's going on, like you might have been like a Mother's Day present. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. Hey, I'm, I'm just counting on my fingers, like you know. You Mother's, st- Mother's Day, a late Easter. When, when was Easter in 1991? Uh, mm, good. Right now, boy. I mean, hey, like I, I, I can be led to believe almost anything. Uh, put a pin in that. But yeah, it I'll just like gets back, baby. It it just gets bashful to a point. It's like I get it. I was born on Valentine's Day. Whoop de whoop. And then March, it was March thirty first day. Yeah, that don't. Okay, yeah, you you just happened. <laughs> oh, so just tell them a little bit of my business. My mother, God rest her soul, she dates. She had a miscarriage and she lost a child. And they, the doctors told her, and my father, like you aren't gonna have any more children because this has done damage to you. That's you know. Beyond, you know, con- conception and all that stuff, and right. then like, yeah, they kept trying anyway. Like you know, and, and can be wrong about shit. And your mama knew something about her body and was like, "Yo, straight up, we gonna try this." Well, and the the, the crazy thing is, like, my they like my when she was a rock girl, rest her soul, and my dad was like, when they did, when they told us that she wasn't gonna have no more children, we was like, okay, that's a wrap. Like we weren't trying to, we were like, okay, like I was an accident, baby, <laughs> like. I just, they said. They said. Um, I, man, I don't like the phrase "accident, baby." Like I said, it just happened. The, well, you know. Well, fair. I mean, it don't bother me, but I get it. Um, and so here, yeah, I just popped up. Another thing is, like, I never like. I'm not one of those people where it's like every day is Valentine's Day because I think that I think that does diminish. You know, because I mean, it's supposed to be a festive holiday. It's supposed to be about love. It's supposed to be about care and all that stuff. And not just romantic love. It can be friend love, you know, platonic love. Like, it's it's pretty much all we get until like Easter. So, right, 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 right. So, um, I'm I'm not one to like diminish that. But like, even when for me, like, I to me, it was just it for me it's always been more about it being my birthday than it being like oh it's my it's valentine's day and my birthday like the birthday came comes first then it's like oh it's valentine's day that's cute um did you ever get like wild like just candy hearts for your birthday like nothing else um shoot now that i think about it no yeah yeah yeah, yes i have yes i have yes i have like at prior jobs and stuff like some co-workers have you know given me candy like that and stuff and doing something special. So I do feel loved and appreciated on it. It's just, for me, like for everybody else, it's like, it's Valentine's Day. But for me, it's like, my birthday, then Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but uh, it was good. Like, I took off Friday, and I just, like this entire weekend, I took off Friday, and I took off the day Monday as we're recording, and I have done 
nothing besides Saturday. I have done nothing but just sleep, just sleep and just be in in my house in 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 quiet in 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 peace and been drinking like a motherfucker because I actually cut down on drinking, especially since like I've been in the gym and stuff. But this weekend, I said I was like, you know what, fuck it, fuck it. It's my birthday weekend. I'm finna drink. Shout out to my friends. Um, knowing me, shout out, shout out to my friend Nika who bought me a big ass bottle of Crown Royal. Um, b- because nigga, um, <laughs> my I went to Top Golf and also let let me say this, <laughs> you niggas get on my motherfucking nerves on my Instagram. Let me tell you something. I <laughs> I cannot whenever I see Monk, I love Monk. To death, I love him like a brother. But when I see him, me and him got the scrap. <laughs> me and him got the fight. We're gonna get some chicken and drink and laugh about it afterwards. But we got the fight. Me and Monk got the fight because I I went, went to Top Golf, got very very drunk. Uh, shout out to my friends for buying me shots. I had like two margaritas, three shots of tequila, and some Crown Royal. Like what the what what what. What also shout out to my body for being like, now nah, boy, I don't know who the fuck you think you is, but nigga, you ain't 21 no motherfucking more. You need to sit your old ass down some goddamn well drinking like you like drinking like a goddamn fish. Like, what is your deal? You can't do this shit no more. What the hell is you doing? But yeah, did that Saturday, had fun, um, had a bunch of laughs. Shout out to my friends, uh, Coney, um, Chris, um, half. Uh, Nika, Cardi, Ashley, like we had a nigga, we had a nigger ass time. Um, and shout out to everybody that wanted to come but couldn't make it. Um, I I understand shit happens. Um, but it was just a good time. I because I don't do because for the most part, all I do is like go to go to work, go to the gym, come home, go to work, go to the gym, come home. Weekends. Sleep and record Ratchet Ramblings with Curtis and Candace. That's literally all I do for the most part. So I don't do doing get out much. Um, also because poor. So it was fun to like get out and be silly and let loose and stuff. And now we here yeah, back on the grind. So yeah, closer to being the old nigga I am in spirit. Closer to thirty. Um, shit, it's just like a nothing real special. I'm, I'm here. That's all I got. I'm here. Good luck, everybody. Well, <laughs> that'll be a lesson to us all. Um, meanwhile, all I did this past weekend was DJ a whole lot. Um, <laughs> I did the Valentine's Night Dealio on Thursday, which was really fun. Um, because I've been, so I've only been doing it for six months. I uh, started in August. Um, but it seems like with a couple of exceptions, I've generally challenged myself to like pick a theme and stick with it. And I did the obvious, very predictable thing on Thursday, which is that I played all music you could fuck to. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I started off the night playing music that, you know, you just be like, oh, I'm canoodling with my bae, yada, yada. But my plan was midnight drop. You don't have to say too much. I can tell you want to fuck, like, right at midnight. Like, no matter what the hell was going on, just do a hard break and then just, like, key that one up. It's 80 BPM song, so it's wild easy to do. Um, wouldn't have changed the temperature of the room any other than again the fact that all of a sudden hey like it's it's fuck music time but i went to play tony braxton's how many ways which i had on the you know lovey side of things except mm. i forgot the version i had in my serato is the remix with shaba ranks um, and at that point like i'm like okay shit if i'm playing the one with shaba ranks the next song i play has to be flex yeah. Is Shabba Rank still with us? I don't know. Okay. Ain't, ain't one of these, like, new dude rappers, like his son or something? Probably. It wouldn't, I, I wouldn't put it past him. So, because, you know, I can't, you know, I sometimes I don't be knowing, I can't be telling with the youth, so I just be here. Yeah, I don't know. This, I just typed in Shabba Rank's son, and something came up that said, uh, featuring the son of Shabba Ranks. I'm not hitting play on this shit, because, you know. What's the name? Do they have a stage name? Uh, Lance Gordon, the son of Shabba Ranks. Lance Gordon. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm actually, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and click this. This is our show. So probably, oh, that's a minute, fifteen seconds long. I, I can play a good amount of it before we start. Anyway, um, 
yeah, so I, I played flex and like once I, you know, once I keyed flex up, I was like, all right, shit, I'm going into the nasty side. It's, you know, gotta go away. It's going down now. So that happened and it was fun. Oh, this is horrible. Yeah, we don't, we don't, yeah. We, oof, ooch, ooch, child, ooh. I have, uh, no, like, no, you don't, you don't get to say that three times. That's nothing to brag about. Um, right. Yeah, no. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I did that, and that was pretty cool. Um, that was chill. And then Friday, I got bogged down with, with, you know, work stuff for my passion. So it was like, you know, resetting my Serato and, like, flip things around, move some stuff around. And the next thing I know, it was 10 o'clock, and I hadn't eaten yet, like, p.m. I was like, ooh, shit. Right. Go grab me something. So I did, and then Saturday I covered for a coworker, and then I drove some Uber afterwards. And then Sunday I worked my little brunch shift, and I went up to Seattle and did some more DJing. We stay in a booked and busy queen. Yeah. And so the event that I did um, was called uh, Babe House Collective. It's a new thing that they're starting up in Seattle, and I'm always excited for new things. It's the second time that they've done this party. And one of my friends who has come down to Portland to do some DJing lives up in Seattle as part of the collective and was like, hey, you should come and, you know, do this thing with us. And so I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to figure it out, work out the logistics and whatever. And, yo, it was so dope. Um, I played first and I did some bounce music, which, you know, completely different from the love stuff. Um, right. And then my friend came on and she began to DJ. And then, like, I was just fiddling around with my Serato, just like, you know, thinking around on the rig or whatever, not playing out to the audience, but, you know, still set up. And she leans over to me. She's like, Wait, are you on the same BPM as me? I was like, Actually, yes. She was like, All right, cool. I'm going to kick it over to you. And so we just started playing off each other, which was wild fun. And then, uh, Next DJ came through, did some house music, which is always dope because house is a blind spot as far as like my musical repertoire is concerned. Because there's right. so much house out there. Like, I mean, and also I don't know a whole lot about it. So for all I know, I could be hearing the same twelve house songs everywhere I go. Right. But I don't think that's the case um, because there's, there's a lot of house music. There's a lot of like jungle house and electro house and deep house and on and on. I could just like this whole show could be about house music if I wanted it to be. But no. Um, yeah, so she did some house music, and then our final person, uh, final uh, DJ, actually, she played like some original beats she made. She set up like a beat machine and like a effects pedal and a keyboard, but then the beat machine was tripping, so she just played some beats for us and free, you know, did some freestyle stuff on the keyboard, and then you know was on the mic a little bit. So like it was super fun. Like it wasn't a big big crowd. Um, like you know, it wasn't like oh my god, sold out people, walla walla yada yada. It wasn't like that kind of situation, but. That was just magic in that room. Um, and I like creating with people like me and I like, you know, playing to a crowd of people who are, you know, like me and just seeing people have a good time. And I'm, I'm readily awaiting my next opportunity to go up there. Um, hopefully it'll be some sunlight and be nice out and I can really just sort of let my hair down and really cut loose. But having right. fun with it. Um, and we just recapped our weekends because we don't have a whole lot to talk about. Correct. Um, but we do have, <laughs> I mean, y'all, shit, y'all been listening to this show a lot. We, you know, we be honest when we don't have like pressing, pressing things to talk about, but it's not like we don't have hashtag content. Cause that's what, I mean, that's what y'all listen to this show for, but we also feel like it's nice to, um, let our hair down. I just said that. <laughs> Girl, I, let me, let me cook. <laughs> Let me all cook. Right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad. Because sometimes, you know, you listen to a podcast or shit, anything that you consume, and it's like it can get to a point where people stop becoming real to you, um, and just become brands and not people. Um, and we feel like. Well, let me speak for myself. I feel like it's nice to have moments where it's like, oh, well, this was about our day or our weekend or our experience and let's you know talk about this because this might be funny and haha stuff and, and you know also the key is to make it entertaining because listen i ain't i mean i'm, I'm gonna keep it real sometimes i ain't trying to hear about 
you know, what happened to you at the salon if it's going to be boring. Like, if you're going to spill the tea, spill the tea. Um, but but we do have stuff to talk about. So um, so we missed this because we talked about the Grammys our last episode. And either we missed this or it happened and it just came out now. But so uh, <laughs> so they had um, an Aretha Franklin uh, tribute at the uh, Grammys, if I'm not if I'm correct, um, if I'm not mistaken, and on the red carpet, um, before the awards, they asked um, LMA, uh, who was with DJ Mustard, um, about the tribute and wh- how they were looking forward to it. And from the clip that I saw, where that we saw, um, it was a 27 clip where <laughs> that she, the interviewer asked Ella, like, what are your three favorite Aretha Franklin songs? And Aretha, I mean, and Ella said, respect. And then she Everyone said, was good right. And then she made a face. Like, she did, it wasn't, like, the next thing wasn't that she said anything necessarily. The next thing she did was she made a face. Yes. And the, and how she said it, she said it like, because she made a face and then she was like, uh, ooh, yo, I'm on the spot. Three. But she said it like three, kind of like how Soldier Boy did. And she asked DJ Mustard to help her out, and he ain't making no damn better. He was like, "Man, all like, well, I'm thinking about because my mind gone. I'm just thinking about these gold trophies we finna be having tonight. Like, fam, just like it's like you. She was she That's already who you stuck to. Yeah, whew, whew, talk about talk about branding. Um, this is one of those things where I saw a lot of talk about it on social media, but I really didn't participate because one, I didn't have the context. Two, I even if I had the context, I didn't feel like talking about it and arguing with niggas on the internet about it. And three, I just didn't care. But um, in deciding on things to talk about, we watched it and me and Bianca basically had the same reaction like, girl, <laughs> what? Because here's the thing, I think this is my opinion. I don't think it's necessarily required because I think because Ella is not the first. Because uh, I think another, so, like another young artist, like a while ago, was like they don't know some somebody's music that came before them, or they didn't care or whatever. Like I can't remember exactly who, but I, she's not the first like young artist to kind of to kind of put they they foot in their mouth, so to say, you know, for lack of a better word. She she's not the first. Um, I don't think it's a requirement for younger artists to know those that came before them however i do feel that as a because we have to understand like music is a craft right like doing music doing art is a craft and i feel and to be good at your craft i feel like it's it can only be beneficial to know who came before you to who who opened the door for you to do the things that you are doing and maybe study them take elements from from their craft and add it to your own, you know, to evolve as an artist. Cause you know, that's how you, you know, evolve. Like you can't just keep doing, doing, in my opinion, you just can't do what you do and then be like, okay, well that's it. Like look at Beyonce. Beyonce is the fucking most amazing motherfucker on the planet right now. And she's constantly evolving and, 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 and she's a true artist. Like she studies like those that came before her. Like, Take example that um when her and Bruno performed at the Super Bowl with Coldplay, that whole thing was Michael like the whole theme. What made it so good was it was Michael Jackson theme. Um, she drew inspiration from Michael, but also made it her own. You know what I'm saying? So I feel and that and that's fucking Beyonce. So I don't. I'm not gonna like drag Ella and you know call her this that and the child of god but i do think it's a little disappointing one because aretha just passed two it's a tribute for her and three i mean come on like you don't know like you you are also in a rhythm and blues singer like yeah yeah like if it was like a- and his, and, and so here's here's my take on it real quick um if you didn't give your three favorite you could have given three they could have just given three songs you could have been like all right respect um killing me softly um son of a preacher man and just been done with it you had to name three songs congratulations like right she giving him something he could feel like and that's the, like, and what, I, what's the thing what's a, another thing what's the thing we say all the time if i ask you today what's your favorite stevie wonder song what's your answer yes okay 
But if I say no, Nate, like, just tell me, like, the one of them all, your favorite Steve Wonder song. Shit. Um, as that girl, do I do. See how I said one of them all, you just named four songs in that little bit of time? Right. And that wasn't performative. That was, like, genuine. That was, yeah, these are all songs of his that I really fuck with heavy. Right. And you'll see this on the internet where people will be like, nope, just name, just name one. And then the person will say, oh, man, my answer changes all the time. Like, I might hear right. a song and it might resonate with me with a certain way. I might have something going on. It might remind me of my parents, like, you know, whatever, because music hits us and it, and it strums with us in these different ways. Um, so if she had pulled that and if, you know, like the next year or like the next thing for Aretha, she had been at it and had been like, hey, so what's your favorite three Aretha songs? She said, uh, I don't know, uh, Rocksteady, um, Who's Zooming Who, and uh, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have held that against her. Nobody would have said, oh, you name. Three different Aretha songs, you know, both occasions. It'd have been like, okay, cool. You like a number of Aretha songs, right? And and that's all. That's also the thing. Like, it would be one thing, like if it was like a rapper, you know what I'm saying? Asking like, what's your, you know, because like they're not a rhythm and blues singer, but like like you said, like she is a rhythm and blues singer, and also like it's not like just asking, you know, Joe Schmo, you know, Levita off the street, like. Like you, you are an artist at the Grammy. Joe Schmolavita. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's been uh, the Crown of College show for this week. <laughs> like, thank you all for listening. And um, please again find us on Flawless Noise Media Network. Get to know our sound. And yeah, check out our wonderful shows that we got going on this podcast. And we can talk to y'all next week. Uh, I get us canceled almost every week, but you know what? It's fine. Um. Uh, but yeah, it's just and and I get being on the spot, but again, like it's Aretha, and I don't and like I said to me, if you are anybody that studies the craft, like there are certain people that, like if like if somebody asked you like let me think of an artist, like if somebody said like what's your favorite like tank songs, and you can name it off the top of your head, I mean I mean I like tank, but you know yeah. that's kind of yeah. yeah. That's more understandable. You know what I'm saying? But like Aretha, it's certain people like Aretha, Stevie, Whitney, Michael, Luther, um, Prince, Prince, um, Michael. Like, um, I don't know. Yeah, like it's so many who, like, again, you, sh- you should be, you should be able to, if you work in music, you should be able to produce like three. Right. Songs. And I think you said this um, a while ago about somebody else who was talking about, like, if you're a, a, an artist, you are held to a higher standard, like, like if, like if if, like if I worked in like the 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 electrical industry, and someone asked me a question about electrical wiring and, and engineering and all that shit, and I didn't know, you I mean, I expect you to know that. So what? I, I expect you to know that, to be honest. Of course you do, because I sound like motor oil, but it's fine. Um, but anyway, like, like if somebody asked me about you know, fucking um, nanotechnology. And I worked in nanotechnology. And I couldn't name anything pertaining to nanotechnology, even if on the spot. You would look at me the fuck stupid. But that's kind of what Ella's going through right now. Like, And nobody's saying, you know, her career's over and, you know, she can't make music anymore. She, I, I don't, I don't, I hope people aren't, like, just dragging her. But it is reasonable to be like, girl, you can't name any other Aretha song. Other than respect, even off the top of your dome, like come on, come on, beloved, baby, what is you doing? And again, DJ Muscle didn't make it no fucking better, cause it's like nigga, uh, you, if not her, surely you should have been able to help her out at least, cause I'm pretty fucking sure DJ Muscle does sampled an Aretha song some goddamn well in his catalog. So it's like my nigga, um. But yeah, but then, but you know, maybe also this is just my personal, you know, old nigga bias. And it's like, my nigga, you don't like, come on. Like, it, it's certain people, like, you should know, man. Do I think some people might take it a little too far? Because I mean, we are in the age of hot takes in the internet. Of course, of course, that happens with everything. But it, yeah, it was a little disappointing. It's like, girl, like, damn, Jesus. And I think it was the fact that it was like on the night of her tribute that made it worse. I'm saying the circumstances is the only thing that really made it as like newsworthy as it was. Um, right. 
Because if it was just like a random ass interview, it was like, eh, whatever. But it's like on the night that they celebrating Aretha, come on, Ella. Come on. Come on, baby. But she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll bounce back. She'll be fine. Um. So next thing, next thing, next thing. Also, things that happened uh, over this weekend was that I didn't even realize what happened until I saw it like at the bar when I went out for my birthday. Um, the All-Star Week, All-Star festivities in NBA happened, and I completely forgot. Yeah, no, I didn't forget. I was just fucking busy. Um, right. But I did see that uh, LeBron's team won. His team of all future free agents to be in the very, like, this coming off season. Mm. Apparently, they were losing by, like, 13 points at one point, and they came back and won the game. Good for them. Um, Kevin Durant was named MVP, and he would be sure to tell you about it on all nine of his burner accounts. Correct. And once we find all nine of them, he's got eight more ready. Right. That's the kind of dude Kevin Durant is. Um, I, you know, I, I think I think Kevin Durant is like the poster child um, athlete for like subtweeting. Yeah, he's he's weird because like he's he's thirty, like, and you know, again, it's it's only Twitter that makes thirty like the end of your life. You're right. People people do like take the extreme as like your life ends when you're 30. But at the same time, like on a more like nuanced or what more level headed thing, like it is like it, you know what it's 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 the Nicki Minaj thing. It's like how you know, know, how you, you know? all how you know how you know you 30 yet? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand your ass. But it is it is like it's similar to Nicki Minaj, where it's like you are too old. Like your life is hasn't come to an end. Like you're not an ancient, you're not an ancient gear golem, but you are at a certain age where it's like you doing this little petty shit. It 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 looks worse. Like it looks worse compared to like a 22 year old doing the same shit. That's the, that's the deal with Kevin Durant. Like my nigga, you are 30 and making burner accounts. Like come on, and like the fucked up part about it is he might not even still be making the burner accounts, but the fact that we know that you did, and we know how, yeah, we know how, how you operate, we know how you get how easily how easily rattled. Because I was gonna say sensitive, but I didn't want to say that in a derogatory tone or like with a you know derogatory tone. But we know how easily rattled he is with people that don't like him or his game. So it's like even if you not make a burner accounts, the fact that you that you, we found out that you did, you gonna you gonna have to carry those L's forever. Right. Like the, the jokes is always gonna be got and right. But yeah, so I didn't even see like I saw highlights. I saw some highlights of the dunk contest. I saw now I did watch the three point um shoot contest. I saw that like the day after I went on YouTube and watched it. Um this this nigga stuff man he ain't even win but the fact this nigga here man <laughs> like this nigga what this I, is Steph the greatest shooter we've ever seen yes okay like uh, indisputable like I don't I don't know who could say what to present an opinion to the contrary but no at this point is, like it's, that's been the case for like two or three years now. Like, you know, people would have said, people would have said, then, oh, well, he doesn't have the longevity. He has the longevity now. Yeah. This is what, ninth season in the league? And. Yeah, because he's 30. Ain't he 32? He, or 31? He's also 30. He'll be 32, uh, 31. Because uh, he's an 88 baby like Durant. So they'll. Okay. Yeah. Okay, they're the same age. Okay. I thought maybe he was like a year older than Kevin. But okay. Uh, same age. Yeah, but he, I, that man. But shout out to um, it was Joe Harris, wasn't it from the Nets? He won. Yeah, they let Yakubian win the three point contest. <laughs> oh man, I, but, but I can't lie though. He he was he was he he was shooting that thing. Oh yeah, he was he he stepped up. He did he did what he had to do. Yeah, he, I'm he, just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing black look. During Black History Month too, like God damn, this is the worst Black History Month. It really that. like put it put it in rice. Put put this Black History Month in rice. Like we need that. We need the um the the I forget what it's called, but the thing from um Black Men in Black where they erased your memory. Ah uh, yeah, need, the little wand joint. Yeah, yeah, but we need that as like a global device and just reflect it from like a satellite or some shit in space and we just watch. Need, we just need once a day at like noon, like 
Greenwich Mean Time, just that shit just hit all of us and just be like, all right, yes. that's another day wiped out. Right, that's an- all over. Another day old black history just wiped out. Just, just, just because this, whoosh, this is, this, this has been this Black History Month has been like the potted meat of Black History Month. Like, god damn, <laughs> every, like every fucking day, <laughs> every day is some more shit. God damn. So I, you mentioned, <laughs> so you mentioned free agency and LeBron's team being free agents. Where do you think Anthony Davis is going to go? Oh, um, I know he's not going. And thank you for asking me this question. This is a horrible question, and I don't like it. Um, but at the same time, I totally understand why he's in the position he's in. Um, we have not built a decent team around him. Instead, two years after we got him, we decided to sign not one but two centers to long-term deals. It's just kneecap the franchise. Um, we've never had wing play worth the fuck, and we still kind of don't. Um, Guards, you know, they've come and gone. Drew stepped up. Rondo was good last season, but he's gone again. Um, so that's my little brief Pelicans rant. And as far as him, like, getting the fingernail cut on the shoulder and leaving the game, I I respect it. Like, <laughs> like get out of get get out of this shit. Make as clean a break as you possibly can, without just outright quitting on the team. Like, I mean, if you you, know, you can say you're hurt, then fine, whatever. But yeah, don't just don't pull against Carter. <laughs> don't right. don't be like don't be like oh no, I don't want to shoot. You know, I don't want to catch alley oops no more. I don't want to play by the goal no more. Like I'm I'm just gonna just fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do like Andrew Bynum that one time. Remember Andrew Bynum was in practice wherever he caught the ball, he just shot it from. Mm-hmm. But I uh, ooh, I don't I don't know. Like I people keep saying Boston. Well, I mean I can't really talk. But I mean one one of my teams trash and then the other one. Uh, I mean I'm enjoying it, but I don't. They ain't even to win the title anytime soon. They're playing great, but they, I mean, you know, good luck, everybody. Um, but I don't I don't think you're going to Boston. Uh, just because Boston has too many good players and not and they don't know what to do with them. That's why I think he would go there, because I think Boston – so the thing is, like, Kyrie can make his decision to opt out, and if he does, then – um, I don't know. Like, if he does, like, it's it's an open book for him. I mean, it, you know, New York is the place they talk about, but you know, that's not ironclad anything. Um, Sources. But but what if you know, like, again, you know, the, the, the hot stove, you know, really gets set ablaze. Um, the closer to July first you get, and if they can tell Kyrie, hey, look, we got a deal lined up already to get Anthony Davis. These are the guys we're going to be getting rid of. So you're still going to have your place on the team, and we're going to have him, like, ready to come in and, like, wreck shit. Would you consider sticking around? I mean, I can see him, like, sticking around in that case. Um, although I'm not going to lie, like, as a Pelicans fan, but also just as a person who observes the NBA, like, if I were the Pelicans, I would ask the Celtics for the following players. Jalen Brown, get a shooting guard. Jason Tatum, you get a small forward. Um, Marcus Smart, you get a, you know, you get a backup guard who can play both. And then you get um, Robert Williams, their rookie center. You get three years with him to try to develop a, a big man. And then try to get a draft pick, like exchange something, like work them. But those need to be the targets. And like they need to be like forthright about that shit. You're like, nope, all four or nothing. And you gotta, and you gotta take Solomon Hill too. Y'all want Anthony Davis that bad? You gotta take him. <laughs> right. Solomon Hill is so like, I think his PR is like six point eight or some shit like that. Like, how is that even allowed? He is very not good. He's good luck, everybody. Um, oh, that so, is, so, he is like Diet Tyreek Evans and. That ooh, ooh, child. Ooh. Ooh. He like if you got Tyreek Evans at second say. <laughs> so moving <on. laughs> So move moving right along. Um Solomon the, uh, Hill's career, he is averaging five point nine points per game or thirty nine point five percent shooting. This is the guy they gave four years and forty four million to. Mm, good looking. Oh, and, he played, and he played 12 games last season. There's also that. Mm. But uh, so, 
in the I mean we uh don't cover the NFL much if at all on the show anymore, but something big happened um with uh one Mr. Colin Kaepernick and I believe Bianca has the details pulled up, so I'll let her read and we shall discuss. Okay, so Colin Kaepernick, uh, as we know, filed a grievance against the NFL. Um, Eric Reed, who later signed with the Carolina Panthers and has signed another deal since then, um, joined in on this collusion lawsuit, basically alleging, hey, um, one or more of y'all are conspiring to keep me out of the league by design. And the league was like, all right, well, prove it, nigga. And then... I mean, they didn't use that word because I don't know if I'm allowed to. But um, they then went to court, and at some point in the discovery process, or maybe somebody said something like at that moment or whatever, but like it never really hit trial. And then they settled. On Friday, they agreed to a settlement agreement, and everything is non-disclosure. Like, you can't say how much money we gave you. Um, you can't talk about us in this way anymore. We won't collude against you, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's wild to me to think that this had to go to this point. Because, I mean, we all saw it. Nathan Peterman played a football game in 2018. The Peterman. The Peterman. Um, Did Jay Cutler get, get signed to somebody, too? Jay Cutler got signed to the Dolphins last season. After he retired, it was like, nah, I'm just going to, like, Stay home with my wife and smoke cigarettes and be weird. <laughs> right. So, so, like, they've, they've signed bums, is what we're saying, but mm-hmm. not Colin. So, we already know what that we know what it is. We know what it is. We know what it is. We know what's going on. But, yeah, I agree with you. The fact that it's going on, because, I mean, at this point, the, at this point, at this point, the NFL is playing in our face. Like they're playing a big, they're playing a game of telephone, but with themselves. Right. And you know, the weird thing about it was, like, people, you know, a lot of people all along tried to say, "Oh, well, he's just not good enough. He just, he can't, he can't do it." Da da da. And it's like, the last time he played, he was pretty good. Nice team sucked. Nobody can name anybody he threw the ball to that season. Nobody can name anybody. He handed the ball off to that season. They were horrible. They were two and fourteen. And not only that, but they were horrible and had the chance to draft a quarterback in a draft that had quarterbacks and then didn't take a quarterback. They just decided, nah. Right. And so yeah, so that's been going on all of twenty seventeen, all of twenty eighteen. He missed while continuing to do, you know, like activist work and, you know, putting his money where his mouth is and just right. being overall quality human being. Um, right. Still getting to the bag. Still. And still getting to the bag. Had right. to deal with Donald Trump talking shit about him. Had to deal with, you know, all the Donald Trump supporters talking shit about him. Had to deal with, you know, a handful of niggas talking shit about him, too, for that matter. Um, but the problem is, at this point, like, he's 31 years old. Um, it's not likely... So here's the, here's the thing about his current situation. He hasn't played in two years. He's probably still in decent enough shape to play. I, you know, I don't have any reason to doubt that necessarily because I didn't feel like I've seen him. Oh yeah, he got out there and ran a six-second forty-yard dash. He shouldn't try this. Um, so we we just have nothing. We have the absence of anything. But what would happen is, say he signed, right? And you know, he signs. He's the team's second quarterback. The starter goes down. He comes in and doesn't do so great. It becomes all about oh, 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 oh. you see, they they kept him out of the league because he's bad, not because of a kneeling. And it's like. Man, you don't like him because he kneeled. What do you mean? Like, it's not that hard to think the owners don't like him for kneeling. Right. And so there's that. And then there's also another situation, which is, like, this is a bad year to need to draft a quarterback, but there's a lot of quarterbacks available this season, apparently. Like, Tyrod Taylor's out there. Um, Tyrod Taylor. You know, Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles is out there. Um, Moneybag Nick Foles. Noted dance phenom Teddy Bridgewater's out there. Um, Kyler Murray can be drafted. Um, yeah, so there, there's names is what I'm trying to say here. Um, there are people who need quarterbacks and could sign quarterbacks that were necessarily younger and or have played more recently. Mm-hmm. So I don't think this settlement is going to, like, give 
what anyone wants, which is that, oh, yeah, he's just going to sign for a new team. Um, it'd be nice to see him sign with the team. I think that'd be great, you know, to give him the opportunity to come in and, you know, try to earn, either try to earn a spot or, like, go to training camp with the team and be, like, the second quarterback or, you know, whatever. But this whole notion of, like, we won't even sign him, but we'll sign the Peter Man. The Peter Man. The Peter Man. The Peter Man. I just want everybody... <laughs> Again, I just want everybody to remember how we got here is because of the Peter Man. I think the Peter Man is, like, again, the only case you need to make for this whole collusion thing. Like, yeah, no, we're not signing Colin Kaepernick. We're going to sign the Peter Man. The Peter Man. Let him throw some more interceptions. He likes to throw to the other team. From from the first play from scrimmage. The Peter Man. But, yeah, but I thought, um, we, you know, again, the, the fact that this has been playing out. But, again, like I said, the, the NFL is just – they are trying. They're trying to convince themselves that they're not full of shit. At this right. point, like, like that—that's that, literally that's the, the way to put it. Right. That's the literally the only reason that this because Colin is just unbothered. Like he, I mean, he, he and Ed Reed, you know, put out, you know, Rex Allen put out this statement, but Colin is just like, I'm, I'm not. I don't have to say shit. Like y'all, the, the more that y'all talk, the more that y'all look the fuck stupid. Right. It, it's it's exactly that situation where it's like, oh, no, tell me more about why you think he shouldn't play in the NFL. No, right. I mean, his quarterback rating was in the middle of the pack. He was better than a lot of the guys still playing right now. So tell me more about what do you mean? Like, what, what is it that he can't do? Right. Oh, you don't like that he runs? Like, Russell Wilson runs? I mean, he seems to be well like, you want a Super Bowl, and he's a guy who can run. Um, right. You know, we just saw – a running quarterback helped take a team to the playoffs, you know, this season and last season. So I don't think the running did because you can win with the running quarterback. So tell me more. What, what is it that you don't think he does? Or right. you don't think he reads defense as well. Well, he only threw four interceptions in 11 games he played the last time he started. Um, so I don't think reading defense is his problem. But, no, tell me more about, like, what it is you think he does that's bad. Right. You don't think he's a leader. Oh, he won the leadership award that, you know, that his team hands out every season at the end of the season. Voted on by players and coaches, uh, so I don't think the leadership thing is there. So, what? what tell me more. <laughs> Why don't you think he should play in the NFL? Like, say the thing you want to say really badly because I'm asking you, so you should feel a level of comfort talking to me. So, just tell me. Tell me what it is. That's just right. what I want to do them all, just like so badly. Just like no, just 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 talk yourself into this fucking spiral. Right. So, um, moving right on along, t- talk about a spiral. Listen, ah. So, I am, I don't think we've talked about this. I think we talked about it briefly, like, when the for, when the story first, first happened. But subsequently, we have not because it's just been so much. But I am tired, and I want the, is it Jesse Smollett? Is that how you say his last name? Uh, we're going to go with it. I don't know how to say it either. So, sure. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. But I'm ready for that saga. I'm ready for this saga to end. Uh, let me say this. I have to quote um who, who did I see say this? Oh, Rod. I have to quote Rod from the black guy who tips. Like, if 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 Jesse is lying, he fooled me. And I'm happy that he fooled me. Like, I would rather him fool me, quote unquote, than to be doing what the rest of you niggas is doing. Cause listen, I am tired. Like, like, I would rather be fooled believing something happened to some to a marginalized person than to be doing what you niggas are doing. Listen, I I understand and I do agree that people need to have a level of skepticism and discernment. I 100% believe that. However, I also believe in not being so, having my head so far up my ass doing that that I look the fuck stupid. Because the, the fact that this investigation is still ongoing, yet we keep seeing day after day after day reports of new information about this case that is not coming from the police themselves, but anonymous sources, quote-unquote, or quote-unquote right. law we, enforcement. 
police don't give anonymous sources. There's always a spokesperson or a superintendent or a public relations person. There's always those people to give police, you know, uh, police statements. Always. Right. But that's the thing, like, and I said this earlier on Twitter today, like, I mean, these, like, and them niggas be lying, don't get me wrong, but, like, 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 listen. The point is that someone doesn't even say something on their behalf. Like, the police don't have anonymous, anonymous spokespeople out there. They don't have people who will speak on a condition of anonymity. They don't have people who speak off the record. Like, if, if it, if you are talking to a police officer, they will say who they are. They might tell you some bullshit, but they'll say who they are. Right, like that's the thing. Like, the police are still suspect, but the but people have been running with these because the, what people are doing is running with and. Excuse me, Bianca. Let me get on the tangent real quick because this been on my spirit. Let's do it. You niggas spent two whole fucking years since 2016 talking about how people fell for the okie doke and fake news, and running with headlines, and not vetting sources, and rushing bots, and not believe anybody with a bunch of followers and a blue check, and to check bios, and check locations, and do background searches on whatever information you get, because that's, yo niggas, you niggas have been complaining for two whole fucking years, that's what cost the election in 2016. And yet, and yet, with this Jesse shit, you niggas are running with the first headline you see that says some bullshit that can't even be traced back to the police. So bad that the police themselves had to come out and be like, we have no reason to believe that this was a hoax. We have no reason to believe that Jesse staged this. We are still doing this investigation. Please do not take any sources that we have. Do not. We, don't take any sources for... Uh, as fact that we have not um, concluded with or said that, that those sources came from us themselves. This investigation is still going. That's what the police had to say because you niggas have been running with all types of shit. And again, let me say this. Right. I used to say, you know, like websites like it's Jesse Lying dot WordPress dot the Facebook MySpace dot org. Like, fam, what is this like? Like, what are you doing? Well, like, you need to this too. Like, how bad is your confirmation bias that you will source to that? These, oh, it says WordPress in it. Well, yeah, everything says WordPress in it. Get out of here. Like, right. Like, y'all, like, a, a white man with conservative in his bio, in his bio, you didn't even have to search the shit. He says, it says public conservative, right wing. Like, it says it in his fucking bio, and he says something that just to stage this tech, and you niggas are running with that. You are running with conservatives. These niggas is Republican. I keep telling people. What are y'all doing? Like being themselves is what they're doing. They being the, the secret Republican ass motherfuckers that they are. That's and again, if Jesse is lying, I don't believe he is. Nothing that I have seen. Because the other thing is everybody every source that comes out about Jesse, and I'm using source and air quotes, everything that comes out from these sources is something different. It's literally something different every single day. Ain't nobody, the only person that has not changed their story is the person that people are making stories about that keep changing. Like Jesse ain't changed nothing that he has said since this broke. Yet every fucking day is something new from these anonymous sources who again, can't even be traced back to the fucking police who had to tell y'all niggas to relax with just believing every well, goddamn right. thing y'all see. Like the police, the police who again, the police still suspect. They still suspect this fuck. This Chicago PD, they still, they still su suspect this fuck. But even they had to be like, look, we trash, but we ain't this goddamn trash. Right. Like, <laughs> we're ready to talk about it. We're going to give you the results like from my mouth or from a spokesperson or from a public relations representative or, you know, somebody from the public integrity bureau, someplace, somewhere. Right. It ain't, it ain't right. gonna be some made-up person by, you know, conservative big Trump face. Right. Like, and I think, and 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 again, I get being. Uh, did, what happened to wait? Wait for the facts. Like, ain't that what niggas always say? Especially like, like when a nigga get in some trouble or some shit, don't they say y'all just wait for the facts? Don't rush the judgment. Why y'all ain't waiting for Jesse? 
Why y'all ain't waiting from the facts from the officials, not some random sources, but officials? Why y'all not waiting for that shit when it comes to Jesse? Right. And like, I, okay, so let's say, you know, again, the, the facts all come through and it turns out that maybe everything you said wasn't the case. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If that happens in the event that that is the situation, I don't believe it will be. If that's the situation, I will be dismayed and I'll be surprised and I'll say as much. But what I won't have time and space for and what some friendships might legit end over this is the people who come with that ha-ha, I told you so energy. And that's, you know what, we are here because that's what I'm seeing. And here's the thing. We are seeing that, and again, we are seeing people say, ha-ha, I told you so, and we ain't been told shit. Right. <laughs> that's the part that I don't get. That's the part that's weird. Again, I, like I said on Twitter, mo- the headlines are, as a matter of fact, I'm going to pull this tweet up verbatim because I want people to hear me. I want people to hear what I am saying. These headlines, if 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 my phone's here we go. These head I said this on Twitter verbatim. These headlines say law enforcement, but when you read the articles, read the articles, it still just says, quote, sources with no trace to anybody, not even to the police themselves. That alone is key for me to not rush to condemn Jesse, so I'm still waiting for them to stop playing telephone with us. Because that's basically what these sources are doing. You know what You know what this is? You know what this is? What this is? This is someone taking something they saw on Lipstick Alley and running with it as facts. Ooh, that's what to, this is. Oh, you about to get us in trouble? Uh, listen, th- th- get in line. <laughs> get in line. <laughs> Lord, I'm, about to get, I'm about to be 50 kinds of trannies on goddamnlipstickalley.com. Let's just continue. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, that's essentially what this is. Like, again. And, and here's, here's the flip side of the corner, what I was just talking about. If it turns out he was telling the truth, I'm coming with that ha-ha, I told you so energy. Boom. It, exactly. Because Boom. that's the I'm, other I'm bringing it. I don't give a fuck because I'm tired of I'm, I'm tired of the bullshit. Let me just be like blunt about it. I'm tired of go ahead. The flow is yours. Go ahead. Niggas with these horrible, like, ugly confirmation biases looking to say anything they can. So they said that he is staging this because he's about to be written off the show. And please follow that. And he's about to be written. Hold on, hold on. And he's about to be written off the show because he's gay. And he doesn't want the person. He doesn't want it to be known that the person who attacked him was a gay person. And it's just like, none of this lines up. None of this connects with anything else you're saying. Because if he's about to get written off the show, he's about to get written off the show. Like, whatever. Um, he can he can probably reasonably find more work, being as he's a recently worked actor on a relatively big-time TV show. Didn't, didn't Empire even come out and say that that's, that's not happening? They Empire had to come out and say that that wasn't happening. Also, um, right. So again, like, you know, a separate question is how many more seasons does Empire have left? But that is again, that's not germane to the notion of oh, well, they're about to write this character off the show. Well, I mean, they're if we've been about to write everybody off the show, like Lucius Lucius Line is about to be Lucius up out of here, man. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, they should have canceled that show a long time ago. But that's hey, hey, hey. not editorializing in that way. But um. <laughs> I'm just, but yeah. but yeah, then oh yeah, so he he had to he had to set up by people who knew him for it, and then you know the whole oh well it was a it was a gay lover who they didn't want to he didn't want to find out about. It's like no, I I, I think Jesse's okay with being found out about. Like I don't these think- <laughs> these love and hip hop ass stories and y'all right. believing the shit. Like what is y'all even doing? Like I just again. What happened? What happened to just shutting the fuck up? Like, I to me, to me, I feel like waiting for. To me, being skeptical means you shut the fuck up and wait for everything to come be all spread out on the table so you can make a judgment. Right. Not, you don't. You don't. You don't seek out and hunt for things that say no and just post every single one of them, no matter who sources it, no matter who says it, no matter. Oh, well, ABC is saying it now. No, ABC is tracing back to that bullshit website that you claim is saying this thing that is not actually happening. So right. 
ABC is no better for wear for the fact that they're reporting from this crappy, mostly made up website. So what what are you standing on? Right. Like, oh, TMZ said it. TMZ has been wrong before. Like, TMZ now, was... If, if it was the Justice Smiler was dead, then yeah, okay, I, I trust TMZ. But yeah, TMZ saying, TMZ... saying this nigga lying? Like, who do they talk to? Right. Again, probably the same bullshit source <laughs> that Complex got it from, who got it from a- ABC. From some dude who was just writing. Like, he, he just got a blog and he was just writing. You right. know, like that Justice Smiler said, Mac, which, you know, more than a few people pointed out on Twitter, was like, yeah, that crowd was going to not, you know, believe him anyway, automatically, because he you know, said the people who were talking that MAGA shit and had their red hats on were saying it. So, right. They're not going to believe it regardless. They're already hardwired to not believe this. <laughs> right. But, but for, but, but for surprise Republican niggas, the ones who don't wear the, the, the red hats. <laughs> right. For you niggas, for you, like, it's just, like again, all skin skin folk and kin folk. Like, if Jesse is lying, let it be proven. And again, we have not been proven shit. People, mm. nothing has been proven. It is an ongoing investigation. And the only thing that you are basing it off of is sources who aren't even officially recognized by the police who are investigating said um attack. Like, <laughs> like they're investigating it. They still have just Jesse as a victim. They still have people, um, uh, people of, of interest that they are investigating in, in this shit. Like, and I think what I think today, like it broke as we're recording on Monday, um, like it broke that like the brothers that were involved in te- the attack said that Jesse told them to meet him at this place and da da da, da. and people are like, and and I'm and I'm just thinking like, again, no. Law enforcement, not the police themselves, not Chicago PD, no press conference, nobody, nobody, just law enforcement. And also, you don't, and let's let's just say, let's just say that happened, if you believe it. Let's just say that happened. You don't believe that that the police are capable of bribing them to say that shit. Like, come on, fam. Like, come on. Like, what are y'all doing? Like what are y'all doing? Like I listen, I choose to believe Jesse because I haven't seen anything on the contrary. I've been presented no evidence to contrary to belief to make me believe this man is a liar. If something comes out, yeah, I'll I'll act accordingly. But the fact that you you niggas are like, oh, I told you so, and I told you so, and da da da. And again, we ain't been told shit. Like that's the part that's weird. That's the part where I'm like, okay. Y'all, 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 y'all the fans, really. Like, like Bianca said, y'all, some, y'all some Republican ass niggas. Like any other time, it's fuck twelve. But because, but, but, but here is well, the police said it, so it's not. It can't. The police said it, so it must be true. And the police ain't even saying shit yet. <laughs> like, like you believe in some white man on Twitter with a blue check that said just a line. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I just yeah, oof. And it's so annoying, right? And, and like you said, Bianca, this ain't like in the grand scheme of things. Like this is important because obviously, like you know, if it happened, it's a hate crime. If it didn't happen, like you know, it, it's misrepresentation, yada yada. But like, it's not that important to like be this like wound up about it. Like, if you don't care, then like carry on not caring. But well, see, that's the thing. People do care because I, I don't care about a lot of shit. But you know what I do when I don't care about a lot of shit? I mind my motherfucking business and shut the fuck up. My motherfucking uh business. Okay. Like, listen, there's a reason where, like, during the weekends, like, I rarely tweet. You know why? Because I don't give a shit about what's going on on the weekends because that is my time to detach and relax and unwind. Like, I don't care about what's going on. And you know why? And I don't be on social media being like, oh, I'm so, I don't care. You know, I don't care about X, Y, and Z, and I'm so important and different from the rest of you niggas. No, if I really don't care about some shit, I don't care. And I do what the fuck I do care about, like sleeping or eating chicken or playing video games or doing something that makes me happy. Like, for niggas who don't care, y'all motherfuckers show be invested. Like, what is truth? Is it Uchiwali or one mic? Yes or no? 
So again, I choose to stand with Jesse. I choose to believe Jesse until I am proven otherwise, and I have not been proven otherwise. And I, you got me fucked up if you think I'm believing these Mona Scott Young ass written written stories that's calling this man a, a liar from non credible sources. Like literally, literally the same source that two days ago called this man a liar that the police had to come out and say, yeah, that's some bullshit. And the same source posted some shit again, and niggas are believing it just two days removed from the police saying, stop believing this shit. We still investigate. Like, what are y'all? What is wrong with y'all? What is wrong with y'all? And again, I know and for a fa- I know for a fact that if this whenever they finish wrapping this shit up, because the one thing I will say is like they they dragging this shit out, like they dragging this shit out like the last season of Game of Thrones, like <laughs> that's the one thing I will say. But I know once this shit is done, and if it truly truly is proven that Jesse was right, which I believe he's right, but I'm just saying like when everything's laid out on the table officially, and Jesse is proven right, those same people. That'll be like, I told you so now, ain't going to have shit to say. They ain't going to have a motherfucking thing to say. They ain't going to come back and say I was wrong. They ain't going to come back and say I jumped the gun. They ain't going to come back and say I would just read. I just went off what the headlines I saw. I didn't vet no sources. I ain't do no research. I just did. I just I just wanted to have a hot take. I have an opinion. They ain't going to apologize for shit, but they demanding people. Uh, they demanding people apologize for standing with Jesse now. And we don't have any credible information to say that Jesse is a liar. Mm. I bet not ever see you niggas. I bet not ever see you niggas bitching on any more about vetting sources and falling for the okie doke about 2016 because you niggas are doing the exact same thing that y'all have been talking about people doing for two whole motherfucking years. Mm. That homophobia will jump out and make you do some things out of care, damn. Niggas is being niggas how they nigg. It's it's wild unfortunate. Correct. So um I think that's it, ain't it? <laughs> um I can wrap up on that note. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you to rocking with us, Ramble on and on. Um, check out all the shows on the network, Ratchet Ramblings, Mama Meets World, Now So Newlyweds. Uh, perch some merch, uh, support our patron, and um, yeah, um, leave us reviews and ratings and do that for every show on the network. And yeah, we Don't are tell your friends about us. Yes, we, we're giving y'all good things. Um, in the house, get get to know our sound. Get to know our sound. So with this, I'm Jeremy. She is Bianca. I'm- we are. The- we are the Crown of Collars podcast presented by Flawless Noises, and we are out of here. Thank you for listening. We will see y'all next week. Bye-bye.